Hi guys, welcome back to a brand new episode and continuing on with the series of a series, I mean, of the recognition. And this podcast, we're talking about recognizing the season. So the season that you're in. What do I mean by this? Shaylee, what are you even talking about? Season. Is that in in the actual world, like on Earth, there are four seasons. There's spring, summer, fall, and winter. And in seeing these seasons and incorporate incorporating it into our spiritual realm, we see that we too go through winter season. We too go through a summer spring and fall seasons but it's the it's where we have to discern it and to see what season are we in mm -hmm. how do we go about seeing where the, what season we're in let's say we're in winter season what do we do we're in a summer season what do we do mm -hmm. um what do i even get to go away from winter to go into summer um but i see here is that that your own spirit recognizes what season you're in and i think if we're very blurred and we're blinded to see oh we're not we're not in a desert season we're in a winter season um that it's 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 actually very hard sometimes but that's when actually we have to put more effort into praising the lord but we're in the summer season you have to praise the lord as well but what I mean is by your spirit is the one that's going to be able to tell you what we should and what we shouldn't do. What we go back is what we fill ourselves with. What we fill ourselves with is how we portray your lives or how, how do you say that? Like when you, what, what you put inside is what you represent outside. Mm -hmm. You so reflect. Yes, you reflect outside. And let's say I'm filling up myself with badness, with, with evil thoughts, with evil sins, you know, well, all sins are evil. Um, you're going to be bad. You're going to have evil, evil stuff happening to you. You're going to be in sufferings. You're going to be in trials. You're, you're going to be, end up questioning yourself. Why, why God are you doing this to me? But in reality, it's our own consequences, you know? And I see here in Romans 12 to using the version MSG and it says um, so here's what I want you to do this is God helping you take your everyday ordinary life you're sleeping eating going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him do not do not become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking um, instead fix your own attention on god you'll be changed from the inside out readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it unlike the culture around you always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Mm -hmm. And just a little bit focusing on the, on we tend to fill ourselves <clears throat> with bad things sometimes. We tend to listen to bad music. We tend to surround ourselves with people that are not- um, Bad company. Yeah, exactly, like bad company. Yeah, mm -hmm. not edifying to us. Is that when we put, our, when we put ourselves in that situation, the end result is we end up getting in trouble. We have so many bad consequences and and we're like, why? We question ourselves. But I see it as like, it's too, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I see it like an example, like let's say you're eating junk food. Obviously you're gonna gain weight and gain fat. Are you fat phobic? Uh, no. <laughs> um, um, but you're gonna gain, you're gonna gain fat and then so, but if you fill yourself with healthy food, if you go on a diet, if you go to the gym, Balance, you're consistent, yeah. 
with the word, you're consistent. Let's you say, are what you eat. Exactly, yeah. you are what you eat. Mm -hmm. So, does anyone else want to say that? Well, yeah. I oh, actually yeah. wanted to actually bring it up as well because sometimes, like, let's put this in like a physical aspect with the seasons as you mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. um, like, was it like in summer? Are you gonna wear like a big coated jacket? No. You know, of yeah. course. Like, was it like unless oh, you're like a weird or something like that? Then oh, yeah. or those kids, you know? I bet you were those kids <laughs> that were shorts Proudly. in winter. <laughs> but, oh, not one of those. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that sometimes we apply different things into different seasons, right? Uh -huh. Sometimes our seasons don't require specific things right mm -hmm. so let's take this into a spiritual aspect right i'm in the season of um depression right so sometimes like was it I'm like oh god why am i so depressed and, you know like was it like I, I feel down i don't know what to do all my friends i feel betrayed i feel forgotten right and sometimes like was it we just hop on our phones go on tiktok and we see like a sad idea it's like oh it's, i really do so yeah. much you know what i'm saying right. like, yeah you know you, obviously everyone knows what i'm trying to say even no matter how much you want to deny it but yeah. we all see them edits right and it just encourages that part of us and it's like not edifying to us of course because number one when you understand and know what season you're in and like for example this is applicable for anything you know like for depression you know for lust and for anything in fact right um, we have to be able to learn and discern and be able to understand like what the Lord has intended for us. Right? Was just like if God was right, you have to I always looked at it this way when I was like, in a season, right? It's like act as if your God was right next to you in the physical sense. Because obviously uh -huh. um, we don't see him, of course. Like he's a and he's an entity, of course, right? And he's a whole deity and he is who he is, of course, right? And I think it's very it's very helpful but at least it helped me a lot yeah. making it feel like as god were next to me always acknowledge his presence towards you because once you achieve that that sense of clarity it kind of gives you like hope of course right to get through that season because sometimes these seasons although how rough they can feel um they, they seem impossible to get out of right but slowly but surely there will always be times of progress right mm -hmm. um like as many times as danny always given it like was it given about um this example uh, about going to the gym, right? You're not going to see results in a month or two months, right? Yeah, and so, if you, you know, don't, then just stop going. <laughs> no. So, if you don't, then steroids. <laughs> no. So, essentially, what it is is like over time, these seasons, you will overcome it. You will start seeing results, you know? Um, I've said this um, a couple of times before in the past, that, but I went through a season of anger and um, it really like humbled me now that I'm older because I'm like, why was I so angry? What was I so angry for? You know, like, was it like, but keep in mind that these seasons, they don't just come away. Um, these seasons actually come back sometimes stronger, mm -hmm. you know, like, was it? And it's very important that we acknowledge this as well, because since we knew how these seasons worked before, we can now with the wisdom we, we achieved through the Lord, we're able to applic apply, excuse yeah. me, um, to our future seasons, of course. And I just yeah. think it's super beautiful. So I just want to add that, like, in when, sorry, I know it's up to you, like, <laughs> me, please. But um, I just want to say, like, it says in the Bible, I forgot what verse, I don't know if you guys can find it, or if you guys can find it when you're watching this, um, where it says that, like, the Lord will test you, but when he does, he'll give you the necessary tools to get out, you know? Oh, yeah. So it's just up to you to use those tools, you know? They're always going to be there, and the resources are always going to be there. Okay, that's all I want to say. Um, with because no, it's because literally it correlates to what you're saying too, and um, a verse that that just ties this together with what you and House were saying is in Amos five thirteen, and it says, therefore, he who is prudent and his and has insight will keep silent at such a corrupt and evil time, for it is an evil time when people will not listen to truth and will disregard those of good character. And I love that this verse says prudent because prudent means to think before you do, mm -hmm. think before you act, think before you say. Mm -hmm 
thing. And when we're in like these um, bad seasons, the seasons that are everyone's like least favorite, um, we tend to like we're let to our us, yeah. <laughs> we're we, good yeah, we tend to think um, we let our emotions react. We let what our own like. Um, Bad, bad thinking or bad thoughts mm-hmm. when over than actually like reflecting like why am I in this season why am I going through this like mm-hmm. what is God trying to teach me through this season and in Ecclesiastes 3 it talks about a time for everything and that's beautiful to think of because majority of the time I think we can all say that we just love the happy moments more than the bad moments oh, tell me. but the happy moments are not just for us to like sit down and relax um it's for us to like truly 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 um work hard in the happy moments as well because mm-hmm. there was a time where i was even in a season two where it was like a happy happy time and i would find myself like reading uh things that would like uplift my spirit things that would like um help me get closer to god and i and i would like the question and like why am i reading this now you know like i'm good you know mm-hmm. but <laughs> but when my season came for like uh, sadness for Winter. when i felt lonely when i actually needed i had the tools of yeah. what I was I was doing in that season. Uh-huh. So you may be thinking like, oh, I'm in my happy season. I need to sit down and relax and do, and you know, take a little chill break, whatever yeah. I need to do. But no, in those moments, you have to work as well because you never know what season's yeah. gonna be next. And then let's say you step foot into the bad season and you didn't fill yourself up, then you're gonna be like in this like pit hole, like yeah. crying and you know, letting your emotions win yeah. and not letting God like be the center of like the season that, that you're in. So recognizing and thinking of the season and like Shady was saying, discern what season you're in is super important. Yeah, sorry, I wanted to add something real quick. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like interrupting everybody. <laughs> but um you were you were saying that like you would read the word in like times when you're like good and like in the times that you weren't, it's just like it was, obviously it's a lot harder, right? Yeah. Um and in those dry seasons when you feel like um sometimes you come to church and you don't like feel anything and you're just like why like what's happening and but we let that we let that guide us instead of being like oh maybe i'm just in a like a little dry spell right now yeah and i wanted to read jeremiah 17 7 um well 17 7 through 10 i think and it says blessed is the man who trusts in the lord who trusts whose trust is the lord mm. he is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes for it leaves for its leaves remain green and it's and it is not anxious in the year of drought for it does not cease to bear fruit right um yeah and and then it goes to say like the heart is deceitful above all things right and so basically it's showing us that in these moments when we're in the season of like dryness and we're just like oh my gosh i don't know what's going on like i like just like last week i was fine but now it's just like so different um the only like one of the well not the only thing well basically the only thing (laughs) (laughs) but the main thing that would help us is reading the word right because like it says the word is water and we as plants and trees need to have those roots in the water so that way when these dry seasons come when these seasons like when we're in the desert come we are not like super like we're not like drying out <laughs> we're actually have the water sufficient to keep us going mm-hmm. right and that way it's not that difficult like we, like we've been saying we always have the tools necessary we just, it's just us that needs to Actually. decide to use them mm-hmm. so you know what i find interesting that we're talking about jumping from a winter season to a, a happy summer season you know is that we tend to question like why things happen to us like why am i going through this but in in reality maybe sometimes god 
gives us problems. So when someone else, when our brother or sister mm -hmm. is going through something, we yeah. have the tools mm -hmm. that yeah. God like gave us to give them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so, and that's what God has called us to do. Yeah. He has called us to spread his word. He has called us to, to tell like, hey, like it's okay. Like you're going through, um, let's say, you're et cetera. Going, you're, you're going through something. Through. Yeah, mm -hmm. what I've went through. And this is exactly what you need to do. Now that I know what to do, that I need to find the Lord, I can like con console Kathy. Yeah. And that I was just like, oh, look, I know it's Thank shaking you. right now. Yeah, <laughs> like I know it's shaking right now, but this and this and this is what you need yeah. to do. Yeah. And as it says in Mark 16, uh, 15, it says, he said to them, go everywhere in the world, tell the good news to everyone. Mm -hmm. So recognizing the season, recognizing that we went from winter to summer, that we went through a trials and then now we're, we defeated that and with our knowledge, with the wisdom that God has given us, that we console our brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, finally. <laughs> now, now going back to Matthew, you know, to give biblical, you know, to spot the backbone. The verse you were um, looking for was First Corinthians 10, 13. 10, 13. No trials overtaking that is not faced by others and God is faithful. He will not let you be tried without you being able to bear it with him, right? Because without him, we're nothing. Mm -hmm. But with the trial, he will also provide a way out and escape so you can endure it. Going back to that, right? And going back like, yeah, that's why we're here. Think about it. Couldn't God, again, God is sovereign, right? Mm -hmm. God can do whatever he wants and it'll be good because he's God. He's a definition of good. Why did he make Jesus become a man and go through what we're going through? So we can have faith and we can believe because if God said, you know, you just got to be holy. Mm -hmm. We're just going to go, but God, you're, you're God. You're, you're God. All, you're all you're powerful. We, we, you're perfect. We can yeah. do it. And so God comes in to show him, show us himself. Yeah. Yes, you can. Jesus, my son, did it for did it for you. Now you can do it too. Mm -hmm. So going back to her example and reinforcing that, that's why God prepares us. So we, when someone else has to, again, God can do it himself, but he wants us to help him because us other people because we're a better example in the sense that they can relate to us better. Another human can help another human better than like, for example, if I, a dog helped me out mm -hmm. or God himself, because God is all powerful, all his knowledge would be too much for me. But if, for example, Matthew, a lowly human like myself <laughs> helped me out. <laughs> it would be a lot easier. I love you, man. Yeah, I don't think the lowly part was necessary. <laughs> <but I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> and again, back to Jeremiah seventeen eighteen. Made <clears throat> sorry. Um, oh, wrong one. Sorry. And also, you know, if the fruits, each fruit has its season. We're gonna, you know, go up on this. That whenever we're going through trials, it's not just one and done. We're done with it. We start at different levels, like I mentioned um, before, before we were talking, like, for example, let's say I have a problem with greediness. I'm so greedy, I can't, you know, round the cents. Like, for example, let's say somebody owes me 13 with 15 cents point ninety nine nine nine. It has to be that amount. I can't just go, you know, 13 point 15. Yeah, 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 it can't just be like $13. Yeah, yeah like, oh, I need that 15 cents I need that now. 15 cents now and be stingy about it. So let's say God works with me. I pass on. Okay, cool. Now I have palms with my tide. Mm -hmm. Not something else, part of greed that I have to work on and work on that. Then it's offering. Then it's, you know, I want to enjoy a cool lunch, but I see a poor person down the corner who is really hungry. I can tell it's not just a guy, you know, on drugs or something. Mm -hmm. 
and I can give him food and also talk the gospel to him. Why can't I, you know, that's the next step. It just goes, you know, up, up, yeah. and up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the next step is when somebody asks to take some of your hot Cheetos and then you have to tell them yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you know what's actually super interesting is that these seasons actually kind of remind me of fruits right yeah. each and every fruit has a specific seasons right because for now i just started singing mangoes in the supermarket which i'm excited about but yeah like was it you're not going to see mangoes in winter you're not going to see strawberries in i'm thinking of these seasons. i, I don't yeah. know my fruits well y'all okay so it's okay <laughs> it's right, it's but right. it's the same thing when we apply it to our emotions of course right um there will be different seasons for different emotions right there will be a, a season of happiness there will be a season of like depression there'll be a season of lust Right, time and time and again, the enemy will try and like, like throw these darts, darts. at you, and mm -hmm. it's it's like it's like, it's like why, you know what I'm saying? Like, was mm -hmm. it like it, it's like I've d defeated this battle with God already? Like, why is it being shown again? Like, why time and mm -hmm. time again? But I just want to also reassure everyone that at the same time that the enemy sees something great in each and every one of mm -hmm. us. Right, these seasons are meant to teach us something important for later in the future, as we, as Shaley mentioned, um, that like was it like we're meant to help console others, help preach to others, and help spread the word of God, right? But sometimes without these trials, how are we gonna do it? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like was it like um, it's it's very important. It's like it's like a child trying to teach a dad how to do plumbing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like bro, I got the career for it, you don't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's like it's like who are you to tell me what to do? Of course, right? And as well at the same time, it's important to learn from wisdom from others as well mm -hmm. right like and most importantly our teachers of course right of course our spiritual leaders right because these are the people these are the, the yeah. men and women with most experience to be able to tell us hey i went through my season through x y and z yeah. i went through this season through whatever that way may have happened yeah. but it's very important that we do that because without any sort of like leader or guidance through these seasons we ourselves are not be able to discern this ourselves mm. because with no knowledge how are you gonna be able to do this? Yeah. It's like trying to do two plus two when you can't even do um, like one plus one. Yeah. You know that's why the, that's what the church is like for, like to help us. They're, they're <laughs> meant to be like a brotherhood for us, you know? <laughs> they're meant to be there to support us because we're not meant to go through any of this alone, <laughs> you know? And yeah, I just wanted to add that. <laughs> With what you were saying about, you know, having knowledge to recognize these things, it reminds me of Sarah. <laughs> and it's beautiful to think about her example and even the song, uh, Renuevo. <laughs> it's, it says, Sarah, porque te ríes? Like, Sarah, why are you laughing? Yeah. Do you not know that your promise is coming? Like, why? Why are you crying? And, you know, um, why are you crying and laughing? Because she did laugh. And she was like, no, I wasn't laughing. But she was. Um, <laughs> but she was laughing. And um, it says in Genesis 18, 14, and it says, is anything too difficult or too wonderful for the Lord? At the at the appointed time, when the season for her delivery comes, I will return to you and Sarah will have a son. And I was I was thinking about her, her story and, and, you know, like, I'm pretty sure all the weeping, crying, and you know, the doubt that she had was not for a reason. Because remember when she gives birth to Isaac, um, the Lord asks for her son. And mm -hmm. imagine having to give up a son that you prayed for. Like that yeah. was for so long. Yeah. yeah. So it's like thinking like she had to go through this season of weeping, crying, but she understood the reason why she was going through that. Mm -hmm. Like she understood that she had to wait, that she had to remain humble, and that it wasn't by like her own like womanly powerfulness of, yeah. you know birthing a child and you know getting pregnant but really just waiting on the lord for the right time to conceive a son and and give it to the lord so it's it's more it's more like um the lord was preparing her preparing for her to have a son and be able to give it 
to give it up for the Lord because imagine like that whole season of her. And she even has to watch like her husband have like a child with somebody else because she couldn't. Yeah. And then the Lord was like, and the Lord was like, okay, now you can. She's like, yes. And then he's like, okay, now we'll give it back. Now give it back. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's where it gets a little like, like tricky. But like you said, with knowledge, you understand why these things are happening to you. And then when, you know, as you go through it, you start understanding like, okay, I went through X, Y, and Z because this is what I was going to do. If I, if I may, that's why there's different parts of the the whole like you know season process there's a time to plant the seed there's a time to grow there's a time to prune take away the unnecessary stuff that doesn't let us grow and then there's a time to harvest now that fruit we have can benefit and it's all for the purpose of giving good fruit because just as we can give good fruit we can give bad fruit according to the flesh if we go to you know galatians wait a second galatians it talks about the fruits in the flesh and the fruits of the spirit one little second. I have it in my uh, bookmarks. We are pending. Galatians 5. That's yeah, Galatians 5 19. Now, these are the works of the flesh manifested fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, or lust, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, meaning like we fight amongst each other for dumb things, jealousies, wraths, factions, you know, making our own clubs and groups, heresies, drunkenness. The list goes on. If we're not careful and God doesn't prune the bad stuff we have in each other, we give birth to these bad fruits. So that's why we have to cry. That's why we have to suffer. Not because God is a sadist and likes to see us suffer, but he knows that through that suffering, we'll get that magical two words of character development, right? Even mm-hmm. like the movies and the comic book industry has that well understood. We need character development so we can better give fruit and better serve others with that fruit mm-hmm. and fulfill their needs so we can give you know the good fruits. Like it says in 522, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness. Let me pause right there real quick. Meekness is being able to, it's an ultimate form of humility. Have you ever heard the phrase, you know, it's better to be, you know, um, a, a, a soldier in a garden versus a gardener in a war. It's that phrase. You want to be well equipped. So meekness is being ready for anything but not being so impulsive to just take out your sword and just ah, attack. But just at the right moment, at the right time, being ready. And God is like that. At the perfect time, at the perfect moment, we need to act, we need to strike. Mm-hmm. Not only that God molds us and uh-huh. not only that the devil tests us in these winter seasons that these happen, but it also happens because of our own consequences. Yeah. And I see here yeah. on the verse, um, it's Deuter- Deuteronomy yeah. 2710. It says, so you must do everything that the Lord your God tells you. You must obey his commandments and his laws that I am giving you today. And so we see here that God is telling us uh, that we must obey him and he gives us things to obey uh-huh. like it's not like oh but obey what lord but he <laughs> tells us how to obey him uh-huh. how to honor him how to glorify him how to actually live a follower of christ's life right but sometimes we don't do that <laughs> we sometimes think we know better we do the complete opposite sometimes we listen to music that we're not supposed to be listening Ooh, to you the know worst yeah. one. <laughs> the worst one <laughs> sometimes we surround ourselves with people that we're not supposed to be surrounded with. But, mm-hmm. oh, but I'm comfortable here, but I'm comfortable. Yeah. No, 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 you shouldn't be comfortable. Mm-hmm. The world should hate you. 
Jesus. Uh-huh. You know? Wait, sorry, can I give so, the verse for that real quick? Love so much. Yeah. <laughs> if the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. And the example that I see here is I'm so sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it. Kat, can you pronounce it yeah. for me? Gara Dernos? Yeah, good job. Oh, yeah, you okay, did it. Cool. <laughs> okay, cool. But I see his example here is I'm going to tell you a little summary about the story, but it was this guy that he had the unclean spirit called Legion. And so what he was doing, he was in a cave and he was cutting himself with rocks. And so Jesus passes by and he recognizes this uh, guy, but he doesn't really recognize the guy. He recognizes the unclean spirit. And he was like, oh, let me take this out of here because this unclean spirit is not supposed to be in in the person. It's supposed to be like um, in hell, you know, back in hell. And um, I don't want my brother, my son to suffer through this. So, but the unclean spirit recognizes Jesus right away. And he's like, no, I don't want you to take me out. Um, can you please give me a home? Like the own demon was like, I need somewhere to stay. I do not want to go back in hell. So Jesus was like, okay, fine. Go to the pigs and the kids and the pigs, kids. And the kids. Oh my goodness. Just being those kids over there, please. <laughs> okay. And the pigs end up killing themselves. But that's not the gist or the point that I want to focus on. The point is I want to focus on this guy, on where this guy was. This guy was in a cave filled with dead people mm-hmm. don't we do that don't we hang out with Surround people that dead are dead things. not like dead physically like physically but dead spiritually <laughs> yeah don't we? Don't matter. yeah exactly we don't hang out with people well now nah, i'm not saying all of us but sometimes um even in our younger selves i'm when i was in high school yeah. i didn't hang out with people that edified me yeah. i hung out with people that actually contaminated me yeah. and they were like yeah, okay class, shady yeah. let's do this and i was like bro down, down. You know? <laughs> <laughs> let's do it you know uh-huh. and then um so we see this story is that wherever you're placing yourself you're gonna you're gonna have consequences yeah, in it up. what did this guy have this spirit was comfortable in this body was comfortable living amongst de- dead people and when jesus came and uh he was like oh spirit um come out the spirit itself was like no no i don't want to come out and what i was seeing here too is that don't we see that no jesus you cannot take the wheel because i got it I have. Mm-hmm. I, I I could do it myself. I can suffer through these pains myself. I can go I, through these trials yeah. myself. But in reality, we need Jesus to do it. So that's what Jesus did. He let that. He didn't let. He demanded the spirit out. Mm-hmm. And so we ourselves have to go to Jesus, recognizes, recognize, not recognizes mm-hmm. the the season we're in. That no, we are contaminated. We need to go to Jesus. We need to give ourselves to Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, and completely. Um, um, be what is it called surrender Sur- yeah yeah exactly surrendered in jesus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a, i i love this this guy because honestly he's like one of the goats in my opinion um the, <laughs> the book of job right and yeah. yeah countless of times i loved using this example because it, it just speaks to me so much because um you know obviously everyone knows the story of job he had everything he wanted. He had children, he had a wife, he had cattle, he had everything he wanted, he was right? Rich. Yeah, he was rich too, yeah, of this course, guy. right? This guy, this guy was like Living the dream. This, yeah. the guy was amazing, right? And when when the devil took everything away from him, the enemy, excuse me, um like was it like the first thing he actually did, like was it like he underst he understood the assignment, right? He was just like, Okay, the enemy's attacking me, I'm in the season, 
the first thing he didn't do was like cry out and like 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 you know, like cry out and say like, God, why are you doing this? Blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. But the first thing he did was actually like give himself to the Lord. He understood. He accepted it. He he got accepted. He's like, you know what? God's doing something in my life that I probably need or probably to yeah. better fit the future, right? And we all know how the story ended, right? Like, was it like um, how Job was blessed with double, of course, right? With mm-hmm. with cattle, um, more children, everything, right? And it, it's super beautiful because sometimes in our seasons we don't get to see that end game like that and that what's what's rewarding us in the end right like how yeah. abraham it, mm-hmm, yeah right and it's it's very like um obviously it's very human of us to not be able to see like what what's yeah. coming for us of course right because sometimes small actions will be due in the now have big effects in the future right like yeah. the butterfly effect right um but I like using him as an example because not only does he teach us how to remain fast within the Lord, but also mm-hmm. to remain very patient and be able to understand, yeah. be able to discern what's happening in his life because not everyone's going to have that same thing, right? Yeah. And it's important to learn that from others as well because, yeah, we suck. Yeah. <laughs> and we're young and immature. I mean, well, when I am, because I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I Sorry, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it, but I said it. Yeah. <laughs> what I like about the story of Job is that um, in Job one one it says um, there was a man in the land of Uz. I don't know. Oh. I don't. I don't know if I'm pressed that correctly. I feel like Adventure Time, Land of Uz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it says whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, one who feared God and turned away from evil. Right. Mm-hmm. And so these things we when we read it, we're just like, oh, Job was all of these things, right? Mm-hmm. Job was upright. He feared God and he turned away from evil. But in the end, he does like kind of like complain a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the God comes down and humbles him Set really quick. <laughs> yeah. So, but with the with that verse is saying that um, I think it was uh, Pastor Hines who said it, right? Mm. Is that he wasn't those things yet, right? But the yeah. Lord put that in there as the first verse because the Lord doesn't see where God where Job is there, right? No, in that moment, God's yeah. God's not confined by time. He sees Job at the end, end. product already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at the end, he wasn't blameless. He wasn't upright yet, right? But all those things he ended up being after this mm-hmm. process, after this season, and that's the thing that, like you said, is something that we lack. Is something that we we have like a tunnel vision kind of yeah we have, oh, actually Justin. we're blind compared to god honestly <laughs> yeah. no vision yeah. no vision what are you talking about it's like um it's like um like we're in a maze right yeah and we can only see what's right in front of us but god has the whole bird's eye view he sees everything mm-hmm. and sometimes we're just like what why why am i going through this right but just having that trust in the lord that everything's gonna be okay because he sees it all and just you can never go wrong with trusting the Lord. You can never mm. go wrong with trusting the person who has the map to everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Continuing on the story with Job, since we we're already talking about it, is what Job does um, after his last test from the devil is when he was taken away everything, when he was taking legit everything away from him, the devil was just like, but wait, if I touch Job and not his materialistic things or not his family and not anything else but if i touch him i bet you he will not praise you no longer so god was like okay fine do it do it like because god allows the devil to 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 torment us because he wants to see the end result you know of of what we do if what we decide and so with it when when the devil does this and he completely burns job's skin and so job he's completely burning his his whole body is burning and then he kneels to the floor and then he was like god i still praise you but he he i think you mentioned it that his wife was um saying that oh why don't you just give up job and curse god's name and 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 job he was like no you sound like the 
the the worldly people. You sound like wicked, and you, I'm not supposed to do this. I'm supposed to continue praising on the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so and it says here in James 4, 7, and so it says, so give yourselves to God. Stand against the devil, and he will run mm -hmm. away from you. And so I like this other uh, verse in ESV. It says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Oh, no, no, sorry. It's God's word. I'm sorry. It says, so place yourselves under God's authority. Resist the, de the devil and he will run away from you. Mm -hmm. And what I like this, um, what I like about this uh, verse is because um, I forgot the verse. I think it's in Matthew where it says the devil is a roaring lion. Mm -hmm. uh, Matthew 5, yeah. I think. Um, one of those. And the devil's always trying to torment us. It's always trying to is uh, come to our lives and shake us, shake our faith. Because he's, mm -hmm. like Joshua was saying, he sees something in us he mm -hmm. sees the scary the scary thing that we are praising yeah. the lord that we are um giving the lord glory um so he doesn't want that to happen he wants to shake our faith so but but if we give ourselves to the lord if we fully surrender like ourselves like job did um we will we will have the devil run away from yeah. us mm -hmm. and like the devil can't really do well he can't really do much if you think about it because if you just remain faithful and trusting the lord then like there's not much he can do, right? The most he can do is just make you doubt in yourself, right? And that's yeah. kind of what he did to Job is like he took everything away from him. And yeah, that's really tough. <laughs> so it's kind of like an understatement really say they can't yeah. do anything. <laughs> but in the long run, God is always going to watch out for his kids, right? And yeah. even in the times where we're just like, we're just like, where am I? Like everything is like gone. Like I have nothing. Mm -hmm. Like it, it happens for a reason. Yeah. Like when, every, when somebody says like everything happens for a reason, like it really does. You know, yeah. God has a plan cliche, for everything. Yeah. So we just have to trust in that and not doubt in ourselves or especially not doubt in the Lord because mm -mm. the Lord is the one who has everything under control. Okay. I was going to say that every season, we should like never forget that every season is a privilege to like be in. Of course, and yeah. I don't know why, but I keep like thinking of all the alabanzas and for example, um, super El Invierno super. Paso y La Hora Llego, Ven Amado. Mm -hmm. oh, it's okay. talking about like the rain has has you know went away it started it, i'm gonna read it to you guys yeah. in english it says song song of songs to 11 to 12 it says for behold the winter's past the rain is over and gone the flowers appear on the earth mm -hmm. the time of singing has come and the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land and that's beautiful because as as long as we live here on earth the days either good or bad they're they're, they're gonna be pasajeros they're gonna mm -hmm. pass and you know the day where all of this uh beautifulness will come is when jesus comes and you know we're all glorified with him but until then we should like you know remain steadfast mm -hmm. um remain strong in the lord and you know have mm -hmm. hope mm -hmm. and to have hope is to wait which mm -hmm. you know it's very difficult to have but um as long as we have that then we start understanding the seasons that come and then you know until then until we see jesus then we'll be like okay amen we went through all of this and it was the end, and the game, end result end yeah end like it was game. worth yeah. it yeah. yeah yeah amen and so wrapping up this podcast right here we will we talk about recognizing our seasons is that the end result is for us to fully surrender ourselves to the amen. Lord. Yeah. it says in matthew 16 24 it says then jesus said to his followers if any of you want to be my follower you must stop thinking about yourself and mm. what you want you must be willing to carry the cross that is given to you for following me so we see here that we have to completely give up everything that we think we have to completely give away our materialistic things i'm not saying give up everything, everything. and go like homeless you know no, no it's like 
complete putting God first in your life, putting mm. Him as a priority. So we'll see you guys next week, guys. Um, we are in all social media platforms. If you guys want to keep listening to us, um, we are now on YouTube. I didn't really say this in the beginning, but sorry for being inconsistent. We're building a, a church, and so it's really hard for us to keep up to date. But God bless you guys, and have a good one. See you next week. God bless. Oh.